Hello, my Positively Inspired family, and welcome to the Get Positively Inspired podcast. It's such a pleasure to be with you once again. If you're tuning in for the first time, let me give you a brief recap. Each week on our podcast, we dive deep into one single topic with two episodes dedicated to giving you a complete understanding of that subject. This week, our spotlight is on the art of mindful eating, developing a healthy relationship with food. Today, we're beginning part two, titled Diving Deeper into the Practices and Benefits of Mindful Eating. Now, a quicker note, if you haven't listened to part one of this week's topic, I suggest you press pause right now and head back and take a listen. Trust me, you'll get so much more from this episode if you do. All right, let's dive in. Now, we all eat, right? Food is a big part of our lives. It's how we fuel our bodies, celebrate with loved ones, and sometimes it's how we comfort ourselves. But have you ever stopped to really think about how you eat? I'm not talking about using the fork and the spoon or whether you like to mix your foods together. I'm talking about being truly present when you eat, understanding the deeper connection between the food on your plate and how it makes you feel inside. In our last chat, we began discussing the basics of mindful eating. Today, we're going even deeper. Think of it like this. Imagine you have a favorite song. The first time you hear it, you might enjoy the melody or the beat. But the more you listen, the more you start to understand the lyrics, the message behind the song, and maybe even the emotions of the person who wrote it. That's when we're doing today with mindful eating. We're listening closer, feeling deeper, and truly understanding the story food has to tell us. Mindful eating is not just about tasting your food, but also about understanding our thoughts and feelings about food. When we eat mindfully, we become more aware of why we're eating, how the food really tastes, and how it affects our bodies. This can be a game changer in building a healthier relationship with food. For example, have you ever eaten when you are not really hungry? Just because you're bored or sad? That's where mindful eating can help. By being more in tune with our bodies, we can start to recognize true hunger from emotional hunger. And when we do eat, it becomes a special moment, a time to truly appreciate the flavors, the textures, and nourishment that food provides. But it's not just about the food. It's about the bigger picture too. The way we approach eating can mirror the way we approach other aspects of our life. If we rush through meals without really tasting them, are we also rushing through life without truly living it? By slowing down, being present and truly savoring each bite, we learn to savor each moment of our lives. So, my positively inspired family, 
As we continue our journey today, I invite you to take a deep breath, find a comfortable seat, and open your heart and mind. Together, we'll discover the deeper meanings, benefits, and practices of mindful eating and how it can enrich not just our meals, but our entire lives. As we delve deeper into our exploration of mindful eating, let's discuss an absolutely fascinating area that sometimes goes unnoticed, the connection between our mind and our body when it comes to eating. You see, our gut, where our food is digested, and our brain have a kind of a two-way communication line. It's like they're best friends always chatting with each other. Imagine you're eating a slice of your favorite cake. Yum, right? As you enjoy it, your gut sends messages to your brain saying, hey, this is delicious and I feel good. Or maybe if you eat too much of it, your gut might tell your brain, I'm a bit full now. Maybe we should stop. This is one way our body tries to tell us when it's had enough and when it wants more. So it's super important to tune into these messages. Now, have you ever noticed that sometimes, even when you're not particularly hungry, you might still reach for a snack? Maybe you're a bit bored or you're feeling a tad down. This is our brain influencing our eating decisions. By practicing mindful eating, we can become better at understanding whether we're genuinely hungry or if it's just emotions nudging us to eat. Let's take it a step further. Think about the times you felt your stomach grumble or when you feel so full, you want to take a nap. These are hungers or fullness cues. They are like little alerts or alarms our body gives us. Being aware of these cues is essential in understanding when to eat and when to pause. All right, let's shift our focus a bit. Let's talk about those times when we're out with friends or family enjoying a meal. Social settings. Now, we've all been there at a gathering or a party surrounded by an array of delicious foods and, of course, the company of loved ones. Eating in these scenarios can be a tad challenging. Why? Well, there is the fun chatter, the laughter, and sometimes the gentle nudge from Aunt Mabel insisting you try her famous pie for the third time. The thing is, it's easy to get caught up in the moment and lose track of how much we're eating or even, even why we're eating. Are we genuinely hungry or are we just munching because everyone else is? This is where mindful eating techniques come into play. In social settings, it's helpful to remind ourselves to slow down, to savor each bite, and to truly enjoy the food and the company. Our technique is to take a deep breath before you start your meal, reminding yourself to stay present. Another tip is to put your fork between, you know, put it down between bites. Giving yourself time to chew taste and appreciate the flavors and remember 
It's entirely okay to politely decline Aunt Mabel's pie if you're full. It's about honoring your body's signal and enjoying the experience without overdoing it. So, my positively inspired family, by understanding the powerful connection between our minds and bodies, and by navigating social settings with mindfulness, we can truly elevate our relationship with food. Eating becomes more than just filling our bellies. It becomes a joyful, conscious, and nourishing act. Moving forward, I'd like us to take a gentle journey into the heart of our food choices, intertwining compassion and mindfulness. You see, every time we decide what to eat, we're not just choosing for ourselves, but for the world around us too. Imagine a farmer standing in a field, picking fresh vegetables under the sun. Think about the journey that piece of broccoli or carrot makes to land on your plate. By being more aware of where our food comes from, we can make choices that reflect not just what's good about us, but what's good for our planet and the hardworking people who produce our food. This is what we call ethical eating. It's like giving a warm thank you to that farmer and Mother Earth with every bite. Now, let's think about a slightly different way. Have you ever given someone you care about a special gift? You choose it with love, right? Similarly, when we choose food that's healthy and kind to our planet, it's like giving a gift to ourselves and the world. It's an act of self-love and respect for the environment. All right, now let's tackle something we've all faced at some point. Those tricky food cravings. Picture this. You just had lunch, but there is a voice inside your head asking for a chocolate bar. It's like a little whisper saying, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. But are you really hungry? Or is it just a craving? Understanding the difference between genuine hunger and a craving is like knowing the difference between needing a sweater because it's cold and wanting a sweater because it's the latest style. Hunger is our body's way of saying it needs fuel. Cravings, on the other hand, are more like desires or wishes often tied to our emotions or habits. So, what do we do when a craving hits? First, take a deep breath. It's like pressing the pause button on a movie. Give yourself a moment. Ask yourself, am I really hungry or is it something else? Sometimes just taking this small moment to observe can help us make a more mindful choice. If you find that it's just a craving, here's a little technique. Imagine the food you're craving in your mind. Look at it, observe it, but don't judge. Then take another deep breath and see how you feel. Sometimes this simple act of observing without reacting can lessen the intensity of the craving. Remember, our relationship with food is an ever-evolving journey. By adding a sprinkle of compassion in our choices, 
and understanding our body's signals, we can navigate this journey with grace, awareness, and joy. Continuing our exploration, let's delve deeper into how these principles of mindful eating can find a home in our daily lives. You know, it's one thing to understand the concept, but it's another to weave it seamlessly into our everyday choices and habits. Imagine you're like an artist, painting a beautiful picture stroke by stroke. Each meal, each bite, is like adding a touch of color to your canvas. But mindful eating is not just about the food on your plate. It's a reflection of the broader strokes of your life. When you slow down, savoring each bite, you might find that you're also more present in your conversations with friends or more attentive when you're reading a book. That's a beauty. That's the beauty of it. Incorporating mindful eating into your daily routine isn't about adding another task to your list. Instead, it's like finding a rhythm to a song you love. It becomes natural, enjoyable, and fulfilling. But remember, just as with any new dance step or musical note, it might take some time and practice. Start small, maybe with a single meal or a snack each day. Soon, you'll see that you're just building a mindful eating habit, but at a sustainable way of life that respects both body and mind. And speaking of notes, if you're curious to dive even deeper, I have a couple of books to recommend. The first is Eating Mindfully, How to End Mindless Eating and Enjoy a Balanced Relationship with Food by Susan Albers. Think of it as a guidebook, helping you explore the nuances of your relationship with food, offering strategies and insights that are both practical and enlightening. The second is the joy of half a cookie, using mindfulness to lose weight and end the struggle with food by Jen Christeller. Now, don't be fooled by the playful title. This book offers a profound journey into understanding our cravings and habits. It's like learning that sometimes the joy isn't in eating that entire cookie, but in truly savoring half of it, appreciating its taste, texture, and the happiness it brings. Both of these reads are like having a chat with a wise friend, guiding you through the rich landscape of mindful eating and living. They are tools, resources, and companions for our journey offering a deeper understanding of the beauty that lies in every mindful bite. As we move forward, remember that mindfulness is like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger and more natural it becomes. And with each step, you're not only nurturing your body, but also painting a richer, more vibrant picture of life. As we close this chapter on mindful eating, I invite you to take a moment and truly reflect on the profound journey we've embarked upon together. We've looked into the evolution of our eating habits, comparing the slow, deliberate practices of the past with the hustle and bustle of today's fast-paced world. It's clear that in the modern era, 
we often find ourselves losing touch with every, you know, the very act that sustains us, nourishing our bodies and souls. Mindful eating isn't just a technique. It's a way of life, a journey back to the very essence of enjoying and appreciating our food. We've learned that by being present, by genuinely connecting with each bite, we can have a significant positive impact on our mental, emotional, and physical health. We've seen the benefits from better digestion and weight management to reduce stress and a deeper enjoyment of our meals. The practices we've explored together, from recognizing hunger cues to managing cravings and integrating mindful eating in the daily life, are steps towards a richer relationship with food. They are pathways that encourage compassion, not just for ourselves, but for the environment and the sources of our nourishment. <clears throat> but unlike any journey, there will be challenges, distractions, societal pressures, and deeply ingrained habits. Those can sometimes make it feel like an uphill climb. Yet, with each step, with each meal, you're making progress. You're claiming a part of yourself that's been lost in the chaos of modern life. I encourage you to continue to explore, practice, and deepen this life-enhancing skill. Keep the books we've disclosed today. They're beacons of wisdom and guidance. And remember, it's not about perfection, but progress. Every meal, every bite is an opportunity to be more present, more connected, and more in tune with your body's needs. I know there are many choices out there, and I know your time is valuable. So I thank you so much for deciding to spend your valuable time with me. I will continue sharing wonderful mindfulness techniques with you so we can all live more fulfilled and mindful lives together. As we conclude our topic on the art of mindful living and eating, I hope you carry forth these insights and integrate them into your everyday life. And as you journey ahead, remember that mindfulness isn't limited to just eating. Next week, we'll dive deep into another exciting topic, mindfulness in the workplace, enhancing focus and productivity. We'll explore how these principles of mindfulness can be applied to our professional lives, fostering a work environment that just not just productive, but also filled with focus, clarity, and genuine engagement. Thank you for joining me on this transformative exploration. Until next time, be kind to yourself, cherish each moment, and eat mindfully. Stay present and see you on Monday. Live on purpose.